You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, After Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is After Buzz TV for Shameless. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest shameless news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Welcome, welcome, everybody. For those of you watching live right now, you can't see me, because uh, Spicy Mari, my co-host, and Ronnie Jr., my other co-host, wouldn't let me, because they're much <laughs> better looking than me. Not true, no not way. true. Actually, here I am, here I am. I'm in the booth, but um, I have to run the show. But um, nevertheless, we're back for Shameless, and I know we didn't we didn't do it Sunday, as we should have, um, unfortunately. But hey, that's all the more reason we're going to have a great show, right guys? We have no shame to our game. Yeah. We can do it any day of the week. Oh boy, let's get into <laughs> it. I love this show now, man. This is Showtime. the second season of Shameless, and we are so happy for its comeback. Um, let's start off with talking about our initial thoughts. Um, as a true, so many thoughts when you watch a, a show true, like this, Marty. I'm so happy Phil. that I was able to bring, um, as you can see straight across from me, Ronnie Jr. Um, in the building, RJ Andrews, because um, I'm trying to convert you, am I not, to a shameless fanatic like myself? Well, I mean, you love the show. Phil watched, you know, all of season one, and you know, you hate to be the one that admits, yes, this is I'm the newbie. I'm the newbie to the show, and I watch so many shows, you know, being at After Buzz, and I'm hearing about this show. Actually, Marcy, who did X Factor with us. She was like, you've got to check out this show, Shameless. So I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to expect out of it. You know, I have no idea. <laughs> then you kind of gave me the overview. I watched a couple trailers and... You know, Phil, I don't know if you think the first episode was the most incredible or not. You know what I will say? Here's here's what it always comes down to. We we have these, uh, for those listening right now who were uh, listening to us in the first season, it always come, came down to one word, and that was shameless. Right. These people are shameless. Yeah. That's it. And There's you, no better way to describe it. And do you remember your first time watching it, Phil? Like, I think you've seen the show, so you're like, okay, I know what, what I'm going right, to get. Right, we know what to expect. I think any person who watches it for the first time, and this is my recruiting for others who are like, I don't know if I'm going to really get on this show. I watched it, and my I was like shaking. Like, shame, the two two words you could use is shameless, and you're going to be shaking a little. I mean, it was super fun and, and edgy, and like, what the heck was going to go right, on? Right, you and, were like rolling around like, whoa. I this think is why you watch this. I get it. When we watch it, you 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 want to rewind it. You want to see what you just saw, and it's the no shame to their game. And I mean, this character William H Macy, I mean, is is phenomenal. And I want to say like he's the one, but it's it's like so well rounded. I mean, Fiona, uh, you know, uh, Emmy Ross Rossum. I'm not sure how you would say that. Well, and I I will say this. Um, you know, for those of you who remember, we had Cameron Monaghan who plays Ian from the show on our. He was actually one of our first AfterBuzz guests. That's and, right. Uh, I, I didn't put the two and two together. Yeah, and 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 uh, I've kept my relationship with him. Not you know because uh, he's actually a very very nice guy. For those of you who remember, super nice. And uh, you know they actually watched the show all of them together, or at least tried to as much as they can over at William Mace, uh, Macy's Wait, house. The cast does that. The cast does that. Does and nice. uh, and so They're like the AfterBuzz family, we yeah. watch our shows together. <laughs> That's right, and so I'm excited for this season specifically because um, I, I, you know, Cameron and I are planning, um, or at least you know, we're gonna plan to have them try to come here as love many to of have them. them. I would love, or that. we can go there. We'll go watch the show with them. <laughs> Why not? Whichever's easier. Will let us in, and he's the uh, Ian character, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Lot, lot on this show about him too, so that'll be interesting. The only the so you were asking, you were you you brought up our thoughts about this first episode. Now, because I am a huge fan, I'm gonna be ten times more critical than you seeing it. Who was just for the shaking? First time. Yeah, because. Yeah, 
you know, you may have had like a mini orgasm this time, mm -hmm. but usually Definitely I have like a, a gigantic one every time I watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> and so starting Phil, off... Phil, do you go through that experience <laughs> as well? I, I definitely do. Um, Spicy, go say what you're going to say because so, then I, I want to go off You're of probably going to agree with me on this. I expected more. I expected a bigger burst. I expected to see uh, a continuation, yes, of what happened last season, but to have more shock effect and more shock value because every single episode was so consistent last season with um, the progression of the show. And this one was a, just a little bit more flat than usual. It okay. was fun. It was cute. But I would have loved to bring you in and have you see a different one for the first time. I just expected a little bit more. How did uh, you feel, Phil? All right. Um, well, here's what I will say about that. I mean, I, I didn't get that impression. Was it the greatest episode I've ever seen? No. But um, it, was a, it was a nice, fun episode to get me back into the mood of um, Shameless and look forward to this whole season as a whole. Again, uh, the fun part is, it, well, it, it actually sucks, is, you know, if, if I had the whole DVD set, I would go through it one, two, three, four, you know, the, all the way to the end. Yeah. And that's what it made me feel like. I want to watch episode two now. You know? Yeah, of course. Oh, so again, it wasn't it the greatest you. episode, but it was a fun episode to come back in on. I, I am I am definitely at that point where I'm like, okay, I watched it. It was Sunday, and I'm like counting the days. Like, okay, we're barely at you know half the week. I, I need I need you to get to more. Sunday because I do want to know what's going to happen, especially when I talk to people like yourself. You know, you guys. Uh, I talked to Marcy on the text message also, and she's like, oh, dude, you haven't seen <laughs> nothing. Like she kind of said the same deal. You know, you haven't really seen a lot, which I think credit to this show. Maybe this show is one of those things where it is catching that big buzz, and they know a lot of people are trying to like you know dive into it or yeah, learning about it. I felt so maybe they did this episode specifically for Ronnie had me mean, not they necessarily did. I, think, I think it was more for you so that you the can new get a grasp of what's going yeah. on and someone like me who's a fanatic I have to yeah. wait till the next one to actually dig you in you know there. and when I watch shows like this I, I definitely have that you know I, def I don't have ADD but I got that oh god my mind goes 100 different miles an hour and I have a, a trouble you know focusing sometimes and this show i really after the first four minutes i was so drawn into like what everyone was doing uh the fact that they just go for theirs no matter what at all cost i mean it's just like they're making it happen the dynamic with the the oldest daughter i mean obviously there's some physicality about her that's being seen every episode <laughs> phil was talking about how great that was um and then there's the sex there's a lot of sex on the show too so that's always going to draw you in i mean dude i Showtime's watch good for that i watch these shows that are on like you know no no offense but cbs and i'm just you know i hadn't really went here yet so i'm ex excited that i did for the first time and I liked it. Yeah. Well, speaking of, uh, why don't we kind of, I wanted to kind of break down this show, start with the lesser um, plot lines and then okay. build to the big ones. So yeah. why don't we, you know, uh, always good for comic relief, Joan Cusack as the character of yeah. Sheila. And I want to talk about her household. Obviously a big thing, Eddie's dead. And that's, I. by the way, I love how they open up this whole season with the poster of like uh, Eddie right. missing or dead or something like that. And whatever, the guy just shamelessly puts a poster over that for a concert <laughs> with the fist up. Yeah. And leave it to Frank to call him inconsiderate for leaving his family. Frank had the audacity. Of course, at the bar. Walker, what he is kills wrong with himself, this guy? and he's like, how the audacity of him to kill himself yeah. and leave his family to feed themselves. Frank, what are you doing? <laughs> You're doing the exact same thing. You might as well kill yourself. And when By I the way, hold on. Sorry not, not to cut you off. Did you notice how he said family of three, including himself, in that whole thing? <laughs> like, that was nuts. So he really is just, he has no idea what's going on. I tried to make sense when I was watching it of like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would he say this to this person? He just, there is he, nothing, nothing consistent. He has a warped idea of reality. Um, he it, takes no accountability for anything that he does. And that's why he's always constantly getting every single family member in trouble. He's just, yeah, he's the mess that you want to watch. But I think he is what ties them all together because they each one have their own dysfunction going on while they're doing their shameless acts. Each have their personal lives. Right. But at the end of the day, they all have to regroup, get together to once again... To back him up for his mistakes. Frank from himself. And do they, as the kids, you guys, do they back him? Do they support him? Do they just kind of wash him off like that is who he is? I mean, where... They, they have to. There's an unrespecting... Is that a word? Unrespecting? Because <laughs> it's, it's not... It's <laughs> not disrespecting. There's a lack of respect for their father whom they love. Okay. So they can't... They don't respect him as a man or as a human being, but they still adore him and love him and they accept him for being the mistake on earth that he is so you got this crazy mistake and then he's in the household with sheila you know who's obviously just as weird and crazy yeah. does he put himself higher like does he like judge her because i almost felt that a little bit too and i don't feel like he does i feel like he accepts her for her condition and he uses it to his advantage so that he can so that he can benefit from it does he play her in any way you think 
Phil, what would you say about that? How do you think that he, he feels about her? Is it authentic? Does he have a love for her? He, he uh, I think he loves her, but it's also conditional upon, like, that's that's the whole thing. We see, you know, Sheila's making the steps forward, you know, today it's 100, next day it's 108, whatever. And the goal is to get to his bar so she can hang out with him, but obviously that doesn't work for him <laughs> because she'll find out that he's just a, a drunkard. Yeah. So. This is true. And he's getting a little disgruntled, uh, disgruntled because his breakfast isn't there for him in mm-hmm. the morning. And everybody who has drunk before knows you've got to have <laughs> breakfast in the morning or yeah. she'll just go nuts. Hangover. I don't even know what it's like in that house because you, I mean, I, I could not believe I hadn't watched this, the previous season, but he did have sex with that daughter. He I mean, did. who now she's going to a sex rehab uh, situation. Right. She hadn't done that before. She's dating an older guy guy now she's dating everybody maybe i mean type of type <laughs> yeah, of a deal i guess you're supposed to be abstinent in this sex therapy session that she's having but is she really we don't know has she changed her ways so he's in this house with the the, the woman who's taking care of him so to speak i mean he's living there and a girl that's underage that he that he hooked up with right and phil wow. is 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 he i was gonna say um is frank clueless i mean is is what the is, mom, what the, the, mom. the mom's name? The mom's name is... Uh, mom, Sheila. She, is Sheila clueless to the fact still that Frank slept with her? Oh, she's so clueless. Yeah. She doesn't have the... So everybody, she doesn't, ever seen she this doesn't YouTube have video except for him, except for her. Of course. I mean, her biggest worry is preparing the food, and it, and if people don't show up to eat, that's fine, but she's still going to prepare it on time, and then trying to progress every day out into the world. That's her only goal. She She's a very simple character. Like, does she even know that her husband's dead? I mean, she's just... Yeah, and she's okay with it. She didn't. We didn't really see a reaction from her in regards to it. Yeah, good comic relief, like you said. I, it's, here's it's weird. what I would say: is like, uh, it, it's very, it's very uh, metaphoric of you know she's very cut off from the outside world, mm. chosen. You know what I mean? She's but uh, she's trying to get back into the world with every step she takes. But um, y- you know she's that far away from it. You know, symbolic. And a little bit of her kind of, she's the only one who doesn't know how bad Frank is. Everybody else sees it except for her. So she's like the perfect person if he's going to take advantage of anybody to take advantage of her. Yeah. Because everybody around him knows exactly what's going on with him. He can fool one person and it's her. Right. I mean, (laughs) even his his youngest of children have adapted to his reckless lifestyle. I do love the way the daughter, um, the the youngest daughter, she's like a little little grown up kid. Like Mm -hmm. a little girl. She's like a little grown up. She's almost forced to be because he, come on, Frank. I mean, they all call him Frank, right? Yeah. Every single one calls him Frank. Nobody um, calls him Frank. She's an awesome little character, you know, and what she has to do. And she feels so sad. I mean, we'll talk about Ian in a little bit, but she feels like responsible. I mean, how does a little, what is she? An eight year old, ten year old at the most. She, I think she's like six, six or yeah, seven I think or she's something. Six. She's it's, a it's she's like... teeny. She's a kid, and she's started running her own babysitter's business so that Fiona can sleep during the day. But Fiona's covering up, acting as if she's taking the children yeah. under her wing. So but, the parents will be okay right, with it. But the the younger daughter, which has, is Debbie. Um, Debbie. Debbie has kids in cages. <laughs> I know, yeah. So Did can, you see like, that, feed Phil? the rest of the kids. One of the kids was in a cage, Phil. It, it was a crib. Come on now, crib. No, there was a, like, was a, like a, a little dog. dog cage. A little dog. Because we had to go back on the DVR to double check. We're like, did we see what was we it, thought I was like, we saw? Is there saw? a baby in there? <laughs> you might want to go back, shameless fans, double check. I could be wrong, but we thought we saw a little... Uh, yeah, like the, where the dogs, you put the little dogs I swear under the airplane. I'm with you on that. I thought and I it was saw a, that it too. was a little baby in there. That's why me, as a new shameless person, I'm like, whoa, like, is that what I just saw? Like, you're gonna see anything on this show. So I, I kind of dug that. <laughs> as so, far as interesting, and, and I, you know, speaking of them, I love the story community they've built. Uh, you know, Debbie is introduced when I, I don't know if it's the cop or a firefighter, but he's uh, using the hydrant to fill their little pool. You know what I mean? So they've built this shameless community around them, yeah. mm-hmm, which I love. Yeah, like everyone's down. Yeah. And they just they just understand it's like a culture now where they each get it. We all got to pull our own weight if we want to survive. Everybody has to hustle. Yeah. Closed mouths are definitely not getting fed in this family. If you're not, you know, working your end of the deal. The only kid that you don't really see much of is the son, the uh, the younger son. You don't see too, too much. He had him. a storyline last season. Oh, OK. Yeah, they'll probably bring him back a little bit, a little bit later. But um, they do give us a lot of Ian, though. Uh, yes. And and he is um, dealing with his relationship this season. Yep. Still, once again, with um, what's the gentleman's name, Phil? It, uh, Cash. That, Cash. With Cash. With a K. That's by the way. That was the first time for me, as as huge a fan as I am. It was um, it's it's uh, Cash and Grab, the the name of their store. Uh-huh. And, uh And I thought that oh, was very interesting because okay. I never. That was the first time I I noticed that. You just brought that to my attention. I just noticed that from you noticing it. <laughs> 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 That's what we do. That's what but we do. But I honestly can't stand Cash. I hate his guts. 
Um, he well, told, it, what's the backstory on them from the first the season? Because I only got to plug in is this that time. Ian works for him. Yeah. And Ian is homosexual. And so he started having an affair with Cash. An older man, An essentially. An older man taking advantage Ian's, of his employee. Yeah. Ian's still, you know, discovering and playing with his sexuality. And so this older man is taking advantage of a minor in addition to cheating on his wife. Well, I don't think it's Ian as much in the wrong in this situation. I mean, you, he's not... He, Ian is doing what Ian's doing. Right, it's, right, it's, right. It's, it's Cash, Cash really is, the one taking advantage, is 100%. Sorry. I mean, for so many... I didn't even think of it until you just said, like... That's his employee. So you also have that element, right. you know, which could That's be like I mean. a cash a, is taking advantage, a pressure situation, and then the lying to his wife. Does he have? Ki- he does have kids because the the wife right. is um she's pregnant right now, right? But it would be as scandalous as as soon as the wife leaves, they would be having sex in the back room, and so well in this episode there was other guys that were coming in as well. Right. So they've broken up because Ian started having sex with one of his uh, bully friends that he wound up making his lover, and Cash found out about it, and so they had this big breakup and. Now Cash is sleeping with other men in you know behind or in front of Ian's back. I guess Ian's noticing it because he sees the people walking in and out. So it's completely disrespectful. How do you do that to your ex? I think that's so rude. But um, they have a dysfunctional relationship anyway. Right. So um, you see along this story developing that Cash is having second thoughts about this new baby that he's committed to in order to shut his wife up about his homosexuality. And then at the end, Cash does decide to leave everything really yeah we like, see him walk out in phil i'm dying to know what you thought about that situation well I, he, he, in that whole thing ian is actually more of a man than cash that's exactly yeah right. he's not doing anything wrong yeah because because cash or not cash i'm sorry ian knows what he wants um and you know yes maybe he's a bit of a playboy we don't know fully yet i think that's something that ian's exploring yeah but at the same time um, he's not lying to him. And then, uh, obviously, last season with um, when they had when bully thing happened, and and, and uh, the wife said, "You guys have to learn how to shoot. We got to protect this place." And when Ian showed off that he could actually shoot, and Cash couldn't, the wife was actually proud of Ian, mm-hmm. even though she'd never liked him before that. And so, um, again, I think that that was really eating at Cash, yeah. and it's really coming to fruition. And the the coffin or what do you call it the nail, nail, nail on the, on the coffin, coffin was the fact that he slept with the bully yeah well, as far as like cash catching feelings is that what you're saying kind of yeah well cash was feeling demasculinized by his wife who he didn't really love but it still affects him as a man right and then now ian's rejected him as well because now ian's having an affair so cash is taking it upon himself for, i don't know so but that's my question though is ian really having an affair or isn't isn't ian... well he was at the time sleeping oh. with cash when he was sleeping okay. with um his bully Cause, lover because at the end of the day it's all cash's fault 100 <laughs> he's, percent. <laughs> he's he's the one adult. wrong you know we were doing the after show for uh for better or worse and relationships come up a lot and we had uh michael jai white in here and he was just talking about his take on relationships and cheating so we'll go to the cheating thing for just one second and i, I will never forget what he said which was super important or just interesting when you are in a lie when you were in when you were cheating mm-hmm. when you're doing something that okay whether or not you get caught or not you are living and he said this and i thought this was kind of interesting you're living in purgatory you're just kind of in the midst of mm. your honest truth and the the fact that that truth is not uh shared to the person you're in a relationship with right. when i heard that i was like whoa that's actually some really legitimate serious stuff so you know cash uh, it, it is unfortunate where we are at in uh today's society and it's it's super cool that people are you know, kind of figuring out what's what sooner than later because you do have relationships as far as a, a, a woman is now brought into this. Yeah, uh, you have affecting an entire family. Two kids, I think Cash has, or and an, a third one. I mean, this is like ruining, ruining, ruining <laughs> lots <laughs> of lives. Several people's lives here. Versus one person's life, you know, that can, you know, Cash at one point could just be like, this is my situation. I'm gay. I got to just move on with it. And, and then it'll be cool. He could address that at a certain age. He's brought a lot of people into it. So Cash is really the bad guy. He did leave on this episode, but I don't think he's going to leave for good. I feel like he might come back. I don't know. Something's going to happen. That's my thoughts. Phil, do you agree you think some, that he might come back? I think something's going to happen. What I, uh, Just in terms of... Sorry, I, I don't know. May, I think he will. But what, uh, what I will say about Cash, too, is um, I think the reason why he's lesser of a man than Ian is that he's self-deprecating. And um, you know I what I mean? I concur. Yeah. And he, he's just whining about it. <laughs> He's a cry it's baby. true. It's true. I think so. Okay, so let's talk about Ian and Lip. 
they're they're you know they have this brotherly love yep. um ian is the younger brother and lip is the older brother so uh he's you know been through more he's experienced more he's kind of like a bit of more the wiser but ian's pretty strong because he has this um rotc background where you know he's trained military weapons he, he showed us that before but now he's thinking about enlisting and are going to what is it westgate uh, Which is a military school, or is he just enlisting into the military? It's it's the army. It's uh, the army. Okay, uh, I forget what it's called. Okay, I thought it was West something. So I wasn't West sure. Point. West, West Point. Point. That's the famous one. West famous. Point. Okay, and so um, his brother Lip has a problem with that because he doesn't want to lose his brother. He doesn't want him to go to war. So although he's trying to defend his country, he also doesn't want to lose his loved one, which I can perfectly understand. Yeah. So um, I thought that was an interesting dynamic that. Um, you know, they're, they're so close. I mean, I feel like everybody in this episode shows their love for one another in some kind of weird dysfunctional way. <laughs> Whether it's um, him having, supporting his brother in his fight club that he's starting to do. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Is that a new thing for this? This is new, the, the fight club okay. scene that we saw. Um, he was getting his butt beat, but was it staged? He was saying that the fighter didn't show up or something? Um, I, I think it was staged. I'm pretty sure. One of the staged. fighters didn't show up, so Lip had to go in there and fight for him. Okay. And so that's why Lip had his butt beat. But this was another one of their, you know, countless schemes in order to make, to make money. more money. So and I feel like they're always supporting each other no matter what the scheme is. And it's like so natural. He walks in the house, the eyes messed up, and like the little kids, they don't give it a second thought. No one cares. Nobody cares. No one judges. Everyone just Nobody does. judges. They Nobody judges. Do what they Frank, by the shameless. way, Frank was the only one who actually uh, thought about it, but then, then he thought better of it. You know, because <laughs> the scene where, uh, you know, uh, Lip look, goes to find Karen, and uh, Frank turns back and he's like, nah. Yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't even care that much. <laughs> that's what he was. That's what pretty much right. what Frank was thinking. And so um, we see them. So we see them always having each other's back. And then um, what was next that we saw with? Um, well, here, here's what I wanted to say, um, if you don't mind. No, uh, I actually let, let me go to Ronnie on this one because yes. since you're the new guy, there's there's definitely a structure to um, the Galler household. Yes, and and it's very integral. And I want to kind of get your take on that because it'll lead me into what I want to say about Lip and Ian specifically. Oh, okay. okay. What what do I think about the just the way they are? Like yeah. how the how the family structure is organized. Um, or, like, or if it is even. Uh, no, it it is organized and it's organized that works best for them. Um, as you said, Mari, there is a lot of love there. Um, and everyone kind of has each other's back. I think it's great and it's, it, it is wild, but it's it's kind of like a. I I feel like there is an organization behind it. It's a organization that. Um, it, it evolves and it changes mm -hmm. and everyone kind of just goes with it. There's so many things that happen. Uh, you know, maybe they bring the neighbors into it or whatever, and they make the whole neighborhood a part of their problem. And, and I think in that sense, they own it and they keep it organized. And it is cool. It's it's a fun. I've never seen anything like that on television, they, so to speak. So I, I did like it. You yeah. know, they've created a function out of their dysfunction. They've made their dysfunction it's functionally functional. dysfunctional. Right. Yeah, is what it is. <laughs> Phil, what did you want to say about that? Well, what I wanted to say, like, um, you know, it, it, it's been a whole, pretty much a year since I've last seen the show, mm -hmm. but I, I, seeing it made me know it so well again. Um, if When I look at their house, it's just, for me, I'm such a clean oh. guy that, like, it makes me cringe, and yet through this uh, chaos, they know their way around the kitchen like it's nothing. Right. You know what I mean? If, if you said, hey, can you find that uh, letter from three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, I think they would all know how to do it. And, uh, you know, as, as we see in the preview next week, or it may be for, the, it actually was for, for the, the whole season. season yeah. um, we see Fiona confront Lip and Ian and say, hey, if you guys split up, you guys are my foundation. This whole family's going down. Yeah. And, you know, as you said, Spicy, in the first season, they were so buddy-buddy together. And I think this season will obviously be the splitting apart mm -hmm. as they have different interests. Um, you know, not to getting get too older. much into predictions. Getting older, different interests. Obviously, Ian likes uh, girls. Uh, sorry, he likes guys. Great. Lip likes uh whores because he likes he still wants Karen still back. In love with her. Did you see that? Every scene he's like just still mesmerized by her. I think he's, you know, I think he's bearing how he really feels because he knows he can't be with her. But it, the love is still there. That was the hardest part as far as the new person watching the show. Because I was asking Spicy Mari, I was like, wait, I thought he wasn't still with her. And you were like, well, 
they're not together. And yes, she did actually have sex with Frank, which is his dad. <laughs> and it's just a wild thing. And I'm like, but it just, it seems like he's still with her. And it's called you're, unconditional You're love. like, no, they're not together. But I'm watching and, you know, there's the scene in the, uh, um, the ice in, cream in, truck. ice cream truck. And it's like, he always, he almost like was talking about her sex rehab thing. Right. Just to, just to be down uh, with her. So I would love to see how the season's going to go with her and if she's going to ever kind of get it together. But yeah, he probably does like, as you said, whores, um, possibly. So we'll see probably a, a lot of that. Go no, well, I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't actually mean to say not not that like I'm taking back the idea of I'm not afraid to say whore. That's not me. I'm shameless, as you guys know. But but I think there's a genuine love for Lip and Karen. You know, I don't there think. Is. Right. You know, so that that's why I want I to clarify what I want, that. I wanted to talk about what you were saying. It's a, a filthy house, I guess is what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't know. Is it a filthy house? Because you were saying they could be organized in their, they, well, not organized, but they happened to grab a letter from three years ago. I think the house is um, chaotic, of course, but it's it's more poor, dirty than actual dirty. Does that make any sense? You know what I'm saying? Like it no, is. No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it's more of a shacky <laughs> little like beat up house. I don't think it's actually like a filthy, disgusting, vile house. I grew up poor, and my house was spotless. My mother made sure that That's I was what like cleaning That's what... every corner with like a toothbrush. I no, think their that... house is dirty. Oh, I don't think it's like 100% dirt. I mean, it's not. It that... looks crusty, dusty. Uh... I mean, that bathroom. You know what I'm saying? They Frank comes in there and like throws up every single time. Like you never know oh, what well, you're that, gonna yeah. find. You're never gonna, yeah. In that household, okay. it looks but like <laughs> can't, can't beat the throw up. No, no. And I've lived in some poor situations too, so I got it. But I'm just, yeah, um, yeah. Wait, I understand what you're saying. No, it could just be like an older house. You're saying, and then like everything's kind of like messy, yeah, you, scattered. You move into that spot, and and the toilet is disgusting looking, but it's as clean as it's gonna get. It's always going to look disgusting. <laughs> it's as clean as it's gonna That's get. what I'm saying. Like it's it's it's, know, it's sanitary. Yeah, it. It's been you know with the Lysol and everything, but it's never gonna get cleaner. And it, things are broken. I thought maybe that's why uh, they're able to find stuff, and and why the house does look so messy. Because it's not. I mean, it is. Of course, it's messy because Frank lives there or goes yeah, there. Yeah, when he comes home and he's like. Taking stuff out of ca- cupboards and throwing Frank, stuff around. Frank sucks. <laughs> Frank is <laughs> what does. makes you want to watch the show, though. So, um, and then w- so we have um, Kevin and marijuana. Which, by the field? way, I was going to say that is the cleanest part of this entire episode, or like their kind of community. You know that marijuana. Yeah. Uh, what would you call that? Plantation. The plantation it, that it they was, grew. yeah. From the neighbor. This was the neighbor. This was Fiona's best friend, right? I mean, the, the girl she works with's right. boyfriend, I guess. Do we have the names on the... On Kevin? Uh, it's Kevin and Victoria. Oh, okay, or uh, she's commonly referred to as V. Okay. Yeah, so Kevin's like, Kevin snuck behind her back and started growing, you know, all this marijuana. And he's... he's all he's, of Yeah, <laughs> so oh. he has like a huge electricity bill because he's got to grow it with, you know, the lighting and stuff. And so now they don't know what to do with all this. So they're trying to sell it inside of an ice cream truck. So you see Kevin and Ian hustling, yeah. um, you know, blow pops and, you know, ice cream sandwiches with weed mm-hmm. and to Ian, underage kids. Ian had... I'm saying this neighborhood is so... I mean, so, not Ian. I'm sorry. What was the kid's... What's the... Lip. Lip. lip but by the way, I, Kevin. I, I love the idea of that they actually have rules for this. Like, hey, you got an idea? Are you 14? We only... Are, uh, and then for the alcohol, it's like <laughs> it's you got to be so 16 legit. to do this. Yeah, it's so legit, legitimately not legit. <laughs> like, right, there's rules to their insanity. Um, and it's very planned out. You know, they're in their location, but they have the the like a, a device that could tell you whether there's a, uh, a you know an, an officer around or whatever. So it's just it's very weird. It, you know, not weird, but I guess you know it's true to life out there because it's crazy. And these little 14 year olds are like. They know what time it is. Everyone right. knows what time it is in this neighborhood. This neighborhood. Yeah. Is it? Um, do we just establish it's Detroit or do we? No, it's Chicago. It Chicago. is Chicago. Okay. Chicago. It is Chicago. Okay. But I just I thought it was interesting too that um, how intelligent Kevin is also that he's kind of like his his talents are going to waste because he's like a little genius. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, not Kevin. Uh, lip. Um, lip. Lip. Because because uh, of course so many names. It's like 20 people on the show. <laughs> I yeah. I'll, I got you covered. I like right. You're talking about the storyline with um. I think it's the University of Chicago, yes. right? Yes. Yes. And I love oh. that relationship. And I love with how that too is corrupted. Yes. Based off of like him selling weed and like they're them just trying to rip off the government to make like a war profit or whatever. But like he can probably create missiles to send to other countries, yeah. and he's like running this little hustle in order to feed his family. Okay, and he's going to a beautiful college. Like was just insanely you know the the aesthetic of it and he's got the black eye mind you this is what the scene looks like he's got the black eye and then he's talking with the teacher and the teacher's like i only cared about teaching so i could bang 22 year olds <laughs> i'm just like what show is this and you guys tell me it's gonna get more than this i can't yeah, wait gets, gets i can't worse. 
worse. It gets far worse. But you see him like repairing this ice cream truck so that he can continue on with his hustle with Kevin. And so it's just like, it's like nonstop. And what I love about the storyline is that all of them are doing this in order to get through, in order to get by. It's yeah. just natural. Well, anyone who knows somewhat about like what hustle is and ambition or whatever, doing what you have to do, it doesn't stop. It's not nine to five at all. It right. like continuously goes. And I think that's great because we see this in the show. We see their stuff being taken care of and then they go to a certain limit. And then they got to all find out about Frank. And with no questions asked, we all have got to figure out how we're going to solve the Frank problem, which is, of course, the... Well, luckily, Kevin has gone behind V's back and grew this entire, you Mm -hmm. know, plantation, weed plantation. But do you know the little girl's name? That's the one thing I don't know. Oh, I can... Which which little girl? Okay, so... His his little... uh, Christian adopted child that oh you know, that was so funny too for a first time shameless viewer <laughs> I was like what am I watching here yeah so what's the, the story on that they adopted a whatever the, she is the story is that uh, Kevin um, I, f- I forget the full details but uh, basically Kevin Who does got that? this girl and and they decide to keep her and she and uh, you know Kevin's really developed this relationship with her but he's in. Yes, it's love, but it, but it's also so much abuse. He's got her growing marijuana <laughs> oh plants, God. and he won't even tell her, you know, the truth that it's just illegal. And she's like, like very she's so sweet. She's yeah, so so sweet. And oh, I'm, we're just doing yard work. I mean, she. Is, I mean, her character is kind of like, um, what's the the other one that's afraid to go outside? I need to learn. Sheila. Sheila. Sh- Sheila Jones. Um, I'm really yeah. bad with names. Sorry, guys. I'm working on that in life. That's my New Year's resolution: is learn everybody's name in the world. But um, the little girl is very similar to Sheila, where they're kind of just like oblivious to what's yeah. really going on, but they're just the sweetest and kindest people. Sure. Yeah. Very. The perfect pure. people for the Galliers to take advantage of. Yeah. And so, of course, they're their prey. <laughs> but I think that they really do care for that little girl because they felt sympathy for her when they found out that she was taken advantage of and had a child at such a young age. Yeah. Remember, because you were like, oh, I overheard she had a kid. What's going on with that? So each person kind of has their own dysfunction, whether they know it or not. Exactly. And so in that situation with um, Kevin and their marijuana, he later kind of comes around to save the day because once again, Frank has screwed things up. But before we talk about Frank, let's talk about Fiona. Because this is one of my favorite characters. Everybody loves Fiona. (laughs) This is my favorite character on the show. In addition to her being like smoking hot, she's also really smart and she's the leader of the family. Mm -hmm. And so... Could I tell Ronnie about a fun scene last season? Okay, yeah, go go ahead. Go for it, dude. (laughs) All right, so for those of you... I think it was uh, the penultimate episode um, when, you know, uh, Fiona's deciding, okay, should I be with Steve or not? And I forget which guy she was with. It definitely wasn't Tony because we know Tony's macaroni. She gets around. cheesy. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and then Curtis and I, who, uh, for those of you who remember Curtis, he'll be joining us actually in the coming weeks um, as a co-host. But there was that awesome scene of her and the guy naked in a pool and and uh, Ronnie. Uh, like, we had a moment where we played that on the show again because it was just so <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, you played the clip. Okay. With Emmy, Ross, Emmy Rossum in a pool naked. It's just awesome. They find ways. I think we saw her like naked a couple times, even just in this one episode. Yeah. And in the previews, like, you know, there's like 15 scenes or little flashes of what's going to happen. She, there she was again. And she seems like I was actually watching a bunch of interviews on her because I want to get her personality. Mm-hmm. She's like a sweet Emmy Ro- Rosam or whatever. She's like a really sweet girl. She seems like this it. is the character. She is nailing. Well, you know, you know where she comes from, right? Where, um, where you grew up? I don't know. No, no. The, the Disney <laughs> Channel. Oh, that's oh. I was going to say because we were talking like that name is so, so familiar. What show was she on? It wasn't a show. It was a hold on. Let me uh, let me think of the mo- let me look up the movie. You guys oh, okay. How ironic that she would go to the Disney Channel. You know, from the Disney Channel to. But that's Shameless. good. That's actually really cool. That's I a, mean, that's a great I, acting. I bet you every one of the other little Nickelodeon or Disney girls want to do the same thing. I mean, at some point, you know, because yeah. you want to be able to. And not everyone could do that too. So credit to her. I don't. I don't know what but she's from. But I think from. what's so enjoyable about her is that although she may. And I'm not going to call her promiscuous because she's not. I think she's just in touch with her sexuality. She owns her She owns her appetite and she goes for it. But she also has an innocence to her. She's the pretty girl next door that's very confident. I was going to say, she might be hooking up a lot and having a good amount of, uh, you know, she has a healthy sex appetite, you know. But I never looked, <laughs> you know, uh, spicy, we could say. <laughs> um, but I never looked at her as like... I don't know, when I think like this dirty girl, whore, whatever, if we'll use that word, I think somebody also who has a mental thing where it's like they're picking, I mean, this is kind of deep, I guess, too. This is like a, they're picking up a lack of validation within themselves. She right. doesn't have that. She's like put together within this terrible, terrible right. situation that Frank hit, and her mom, too, has had kind of made her become the household, you know, leader. 
And she, this is the little fun she gets to have. Right. You know? I th- that's what I kind of feel like, too. Her sexual Maybe I'm just being rampages. very nice. Maybe every other dude who watches the show is going to be like, she's a whole. You know, I'm, I don't know if I would say that about her. I think she's she's got, I mean, her character has a lot of depth, is what I'll say. Everyone well, her character went from the Disney Channel movie Genius. Do you guys remember that? Genius? Uh, a, a little, but. Not really. All right. Phantom of the Opera, then. Okay. You, got, you guys, what? <laughs> you guys are not Emmy Rossum fans. Uh, well, we were, we're going to become Emmy R- Rossum fans. I love her on Shameless, but yeah. I, I, I didn't really watch Disney Channel that much. Sorry, Phil. I mean, I, I, fine, whatever. I'll admit. I watched I, more I, gangster I, hardcore shows. You know what? I, I was trying to shamelessly like get in with girls because I wasn't the uh, ladies' man that I am today. And so oh. shamelessly, I would be like, yeah, I like Genius. Let's watch Genius with Emmy Rossum. And, so and that's how you got him. Oh. I so did not get them. <laughs> these, so are, did not these, get are the, them. these are the notes of Phil. And note to self, how Disney to, Channel. How to be a player. <laughs> there was a movie about that. Right, exactly. But he was doing it like, what, six? If you're watching the Disney Channel? <laughs> right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like 13. All right. All right, let's go. Come on now. That's <laughs> probably bad. even worse, but hey, what, I'm going to tell the truth and be shameless about it. Hey, what was shame? Two things we do after Buzz, we tell the truth and we keep it shameless. Right. So there you go. So she That's one thing I have learned. owned this role. She's very confident with herself and her sexuality. And I love that she, we kind of don't know what's going on with her ex-boyfriend. And we kind of see Steve. Yeah, we kind of see Fiona with the new boo. Well, Do you know what his name the, is? This is the new screen grab, I guess. And this is the new. No, guy. That, that's the old. This season. is the old one. Oh, okay. So, I'm but wrong. but what we don't know really ha- what happened with Steve. We don't know where he is right this second, right? Well, he left. Um, what was? I don't know if you guys caught this, but um, on my DVR, um, th- there was like two minutes leading up to the show. Well, he kind of comes back. No, so she's talking about oh. the, the recap. No, no, be, be, before the show started, on my DVR, there was like a two-minute piece with Emmy Rossum talking about the new oh, season. Oh, no, I didn't see that. And uh, it was pretty cool. She was kind of going through all... It was it was, it was weird because I was catching in on it, and she was like talking about guys named Craig and this older guy, and I was like, wait, I've never... Did I miss like episodes? Do I not remember the show? And I was really worried coming in because I hadn't done my research and not. Um, but she was actually talking about this season, and so you know we see that Amy Smart is trying to hook her up with an older guy, which I think... Um, is a guy that uh, you saw in the preview, and he'll kind of try to pimp her out. Um, there's a guy named Craig. We know Wait, Tone. Pimp her out? What do you mean? Pimp, like pimp her out. Pimp her oh, out. A guy God. is trying to pimp up, pimp out Emma. The the forty year old Fiona. Fiona. The forty year old guy um, that Amy Smart's character is trying to hook her up with. Oh, okay. Well, well you know, prostrate her out. And uh, Tony Tony is the guy uh, living next to her who bought Steve's house. Steve's away. And the big, big encompassing quote of all of this was, was uh, when Emmy Rossum said of Fiona's character, none of them are Steve. And that's the problem. Uh, love. I'm still on the pimping out thing because <laughs> only because she's doing what she has to do in this situation now. You're talking about like making money for just being with this guy. Um, so now that might be an element of her. Does she turn her back on the Gallagher's and go do her own thing? I mean, that, well, it's money. Not, it's not like it's it's just not to, like they would, you know, um, feel any loss of respect for self if they did do that. Because as you can see, Frank will pimp himself out in oh, a second. Oh, Frank actually had sex with so guys for money. So look at the example for, that's for, being for set for this or, family. You're right. <laughs> we didn't even mention that. Yeah. Frank went to a so bar. If Fiona does it, who cares? And Frank uh, messed with at least four very overweight gentlemen and, and made a, a little bit of money. And right. then was back in the game. <laughs> right. And it was nothing. Like, it was so effortless for I think, him. I think he went home that, next, that same night and went to go talk with Sheila, which... Uh, you know the Joan Cusack right, character, exactly. and maybe maybe touched her. No, he was in the bed with her. Actually, I think. Yeah, he, he woke I, up. He yeah, woke up with her. But it, um, but Fiona does it. Um, it seems like Amy Smart. They're they're making her character. She's about to get Fiona into some trouble, pretty much. If, she's from, a bad from what Phil's yeah. predicting. Um, well, well, yeah, because I mean, obviously, um, uh, Amy's. I forget Amy Smart's character. I just know her as Amy Smart. But her against V. V has always been the uh, best friend. Good, good right. angel on on. Uh, Fiona's shoulder, and we see that even more so in tonight's episode with the bar thing. And now Amy Smart, we Amy Smart came in the I believe the last three episodes of last season. Now I think that's going to be the big big thing of this season is is, is Amy Smart now has more pull. Mm-hmm. And and V's sensing that we can kind of see a little bit of jealousy. You there. said that V yeah. comes from their world, you know, right, the, the exactly. Gallagher's world. What do what do we know about Amy Smart? Where does she come from? Is she does married? She, does she have? Well, she if she did, she was. Is she married, Phil? She was banging a- that the, one guy the, that the, night. The, Oh, no, in the show? Yeah. No. Okay, because 
um, V keeps saying something about her man being gone, like where's her man or something. I thought she was making reference to. Um, I don't really know too much about Amy, like Amy Smart's character, and like what they're where they're going with it. But regardless, this is a new friend of Fiona that's a threat. And there's and, a jealousy that can, yeah, yeah, but dif- different influences. One thing I like about V is that she keeps it real, and like you had said, she's kind of like the voice of reasoning. She sees Fiona starting this new relationship with what she calls a rebound, and she's telling Fiona to be careful because we see her frolicking and you know jogging and racing. Mm-hmm. You know this new guy having fun, flirtatious passionate sex with him but at the end of the day she's still not over steve but what worries me um is is the fact that at the end the the episode ends with fiona trying to break her record right you know what i mean and to me that shows okay this guy's obviously inspiring her steve uh steve while he inspired her to do many things you know uh this was her goal this was sort of her chance to make a name for herself she could have gone to states and this guy's finally told her like you know we'll get a stopwatch and we'll time you and Mm -hmm. you'll get the record and that's stuck and that's my you know in terms of the steve fiona relationship it was just like ah you know i think it was one more thing that she needed to prove to self i think that was for her own personal gain and kind of something that she questioned in the back of her mind but notice how she didn't bring him the one who made the suggestion in on it but 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 just the notion of um of allowing him and that idea to stick you know what i mean that's stuck and that's the point even if she didn't bring him i know that but uh when did steve ever you know kind of want to know about her her and the reason why they're not together is because steve wanted to pull her away from the family which is something that she didn't want to do and that's the whole reason and and we know the reason why she's not with tony which i want to get ronnie's take because obviously tony didn't play too much into this episode but he's just lame. You know, he's kind of like... Is that the, talk- the, the one that guy? they said Justin Bieber looking? Yeah, that one. That was the one, the joke that she made, V made. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that the one. Um, yeah, he's he's Cornball City, of course. But, you know, and I always, like I said, I get worried that she does meet a guy. I, but I didn't realize Steve had already done that same thing. That's going to draw her away from the family. I, lo- I love the idea that she's already been sort of propositioned like, oh, let's get you away from all yeah. this. And she's putting her foot down. But when money comes involved, maybe, I don't know, like I just, it would be interesting for the show if she does kind of go back on that and, and start stepping away from the family. I, the I think family that, won't survive without her though. Like she well, is Well, I'm the just glue. saying that's a good part. Yeah. That, that could make, you know, not necessarily predictions, but that those, those are things I think would make... Um, Make it very challenging for, yeah. for the Gallagher's. Well, it, at one point, I think we thought that she was going to leave with Steve because okay. she was in love with him. And so, but but her own like conscience wouldn't allow her to do that because she knew that her family would be lost without My her. What's, what's Steve's been, real name? Right? Uh, this, Ronnie. The, the you, actor, uh, Steve. Kevin Ball. No, no, no. no, no. You, you guys. Uh, well, his, His real name is Kevin Ball. No, isn't it Justin? Uh, Justin Chadwick. Chadwick. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is, um, Ronnie, you don't know this, but uh, he had a family life. Uh, like, he. He makes him sorry. Steve makes himself out to be this kind of uh, you know poor character, and yet he comes from a very rich background, and you know he has a fake name. Steve is his fake name. Oh wow! What do we do? We remember his um, real name. That's, we have a little cheat sheet of the Steve names on here. Steve is the fake name in the sense that Fiona doesn't even know, or Fiona knows. No, no. Uh, Steve is the name that Fiona knows, but she didn't know about. Oh my, the, the, okay. the problem was that she didn't know about this fake life that he lived and that he was rich and he left because he hated it and that's why he stole cars and all of that. I, right. I, it was some very waspy name that I... She I'm fell in dr- love with a lie. Like, he was pretending to be okay. this, like, guy stealing cars, hustler, you know, I understand the hustle, and he's acting that like was he's getting bond. his money from dirty money, but really he grew up very privileged. Oh, man, okay. And so when she what finds drew them out, apart? What is? Oh, is that what the, drew him apart? From the and season then, one? didn't he have another girl? Like he had a girlfriend in his other his alternate life, right, Phil? Wasn't it like a prearranged marriage almost? Yeah, like his his rich mother and you know his family oh, all okay. knew about it. And very so, controlled life. Like yeah. this is what you're gonna do, and then so you we know, would see him go back and forth to his mansion. And now and her, she never she never uh, lies about her situation, right? She's very shameless in the sense that she lets any guy she's dating yeah. know. What, She'll bring him back and do it on the um, kitchen counter with okay. them or the dryer, whichever you know house appliance is free at that time. Yeah, which I'm sure the writers have a really good time, like <laughs> in those meetings, like okay, what's Emmy gonna do like this episode? You know, exactly. Um, the old Disney girl, she ain't Disney no more. Was I looking at the wrong thing on this sheet, Steve Howie? That's not who the character. No. No, no, it's, it, his real name is Justin Chadwick. Yeah. Oh, see, our information is wrong you on might here be, then. You might be looking at a whole different TV show. I'm looking at Shameless. All right, well, well uh, why, bad, why don't we, with that, jump into Frank and, and, and the, his kind of main thing of, what a dumb bet. Like, Frank, 
You are dumb. And it was so quick. He didn't even like. He, he he's not dumb. He didn't even realize he did it though, right? I mean, that's kind of what it come, comes. I mean, down he, to. he never realizes. What well, he, he does. started off stealing oh, so um, the child. What's the name of the um, child film? Liam. Liam. He starts off stealing Liam at the beginning of the show to try to make money on the street corner. That was the first abuse of the child um, when he takes the child from daycare. And Debbie's like, where are you going with well, my brother? Talking, you're talking about the bar scene, though, right, Phil? Yeah, that's the scene. Oh, okay, so the yeah, bar. This so is the him setup. Being, yeah, this is him being, this is where the $10,000... Oh, the which, bar was before the baby, right? Before yeah. he took the baby. Yeah, okay. this was like the whole, even though Brain it didn't fart. seem necessarily as interesting until the very end, but this is what set it all up. He's in the bar, uh, getting drunk as he does, and it was something about the tasers, and, oh, I took two tasers, and then this other guy was like, oh, this big, huge, six-foot, you know, 300-pound black guy was like, oh, I could take two taser, you know, shots too. And Frank's like, no, you can't. And then Frank says $10,000, and you're not going to take it. And it almost looked like for a second that maybe the guy was going to fall, but he didn't fall. So literally $10,000 was owed from Frank's no money having ass to uh, to this guy and his crew. And that's kind of like what, you know, intertwined in the show the entire episode. And I was kind of shocked that he held him accountable for that. But then again, I've never been hit with the taser, so I really don't know how much pain he took. Yeah. But he really expected him to pay up. That's like how, yeah, if you're talking with a crazy person, how do, what do you even shake them, shake them, you know, money out of them? It's a crazy person, but, but they were still going to do it. And, you know, at the end of the day, there was something in, uh, as far as collateral, you know, which was the baby. And, and that's, you know, and that's for, when we see Frank take the baby. For me, it was funny because uh, obviously it's a situation where uh, Frank insulted himself like, hey, I've gotten tasered twice and both times or I got tasered once and I crapped my pants. <laughs> like oh, yeah. okay so you're insulting yourself and then and then you're putting this bet on someone you know what i mean it'd be one thing to be a drunk and say hey i look what i can do bet on me to do this and i will do it versus like here's this guy i bet you can't do it that's you never want to go for that you're setting yourself up to fail and that's what Does made it hilarious you often feel <laughs> i used to be drunk when uh, growing up yes yes oh i thought this was maybe like disney channel related. he was drunk at 13 and he was watching disney and then he was, was right. yeah mm -hmm. it all comes together now his childhood um, I, i've talked to your mom I, I gotta i gotta double check with her about this uh that, yeah it was bad it was all bad frank it was, was so it. now he has to figure out how he's gonna get um himself out of this situation yeah but he what does he run out of the bar how does he he escapes um from having to pay this debt initially yeah and so then he decides and okay, i totally thought they would let him go but you're right they are not gonna they let him go they're not. gonna rip one toe off at a time or something like that you because know? he's trying to make some money and he takes um the baby and is that's on. when they find him yeah and they what what is the i don't even know the black guy's name wait which guy liam no. The kid? <laughs> not the baby. <laughs> well, he's the not, he's, black, not, a, he's not a guy. guy. Oh, I don't know. The big a, black guy. The big black guy. Okay. Yeah. The buff man. Yeah, he from, sees from him, this episode. He yeah. sees him on the street corner um, with his baby pretending like he's, he's panhandling, homeless. He's panhandling, trying to... Yeah, trying to get money. And is it really pretending that he's homeless? I mean, he's pretty close he's to home. He's got two homes. I know, but he's... <laughs> It's still not a far stretch for him. Well, here's here's the the really really fun part is you know we saw a glimpse we we've seen this throughout and so it carries but the idea of him whenever he goes he tries to sell oregano as weed and whatever salt is <laughs> yeah. as, as coke and everyone's like Frank Frank right. don't try it Frank I know you know so he's known everywhere he we see like he's he's full of crap. I wanted yeah. to say the other word, but I'm just going to say that. He's full of crap. He tries every single scheme and uses whoever he has to to get and it. And that aspect is not, you know how we're, we're calling Frank so, he's so dumb. That I don't think that aspect of him is, is dumb. He's just really feeling like he's going to get over on people. Yeah. You know, it's funny. His, watching him, William H. Macy, is really a, a great character because you we look at him and you're like, oh my God, the things he does are just so crazy. They're so insane. But he, he has somewheres in his mind there. That he is gonna control situations, or <laughs> that he's gonna get out of it, or, or, or like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be one up on the next person. And it's like you're, you're not really gonna be one up on the next person. But he, he continuously tries to do that, which is like we're looking at it, like, what, what, what are you doing, man? You know, it's like. But especially the, the, the whole notion is, you know, uh, I think initially it worked for him. You know what I mean? He's pulled this uh, wool over so many people's yeah. eyes. But, but it works in the short term. And in the long term, it's not going to work because then that's your community. Unless you keep on going right. from, like a parasite from one host to another, you're <laughs> no one, every, everyone's going to catch up. And that's the problem. The one bartender that he went to, um, telling him, "I'm desperate. Look, I, you know, it's my baby. It's uh, yeah." They're he, like, "We've heard that before." Yeah, and um, then and finally, the guy believes him. He's okay, okay, okay. okay. I didn't know what. He had in store there at the bar. I thought he was just trying to get some money I didn't, from the bartender. I yeah. didn't realize manhole was the uh, w was the clue there when he went into the bar. I, the, the what? 
You the, said the, manhole? Ti- the, the title of the bar was called Manhole. You really pay attention oh, to the outside of uh, storefronts. I know, you've been paying attention. <laughs> I didn't job, see that Bill. either, no. I didn't realize that either. But we when d- he goes into the bathroom, I'm like, what are they going to do back there? Oh. Yeah. And then there was a line. <laughs> so he made extra money, yeah. <laughs> I just want to know what he was doing in the stalls with all those people. He couldn't have been doing what I thought he was doing, so I think he was more innocent. I'm hoping it was more innocent. You've got a spicy personality. I'm, you hoping, figure it, it I'm out. hoping it was just Bobble folks. <laughs> I don't know, because I don't know how Whoa. he was able to walk after that. But <laughs> enough of the spice. So he's trying to he's trying to earn money in order to get the baby back because the big black guy steals his baby as ransom or holds the baby hostage until um, Frank earns enough money, and he comes home without the baby. Which, by the way, I it, thought was it, so it, weird for the guy, the big black guy with his crew. Like I thought it was the weirdest. That was thing. an unrealistic like, scene. Like we're gonna like I thought the baby would die if anything. Like who's They're gonna watch? I mean, I'm him. not dogging them, but like who's 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 stopping to watch a baby? You're gonna kill. You're gonna kill Frank or something. I don't know. Like I, <laughs> you're, yeah, we're gonna keep the baby. Like Frank doesn't care. He doesn't. You're know. really gonna babysit that. That child. to me was a little interesting, Phil. But but as a plot device, what could be you know. Um, in terms of making everyone care about in uh, helping Frank, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. His, that you know they have to get Liam back, and that's the only thing that will draw everyone to to help him and lose ten thousand dollars in the process. Oh, Anything less, you know, because again, that the whole point is the the reason why we love Frank is because the world around him seems even more insane than he is. Yeah. You know, and that's the nuts part. And the reason we like the Gallagher family is because Debbie, the little, you know, the young girl who's like a little adult, she's forced to be. She, I mean, this is just to, to get your arms, or your, 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 your mind around this. It's like she is watching these kids for her <laughs> sister who can't do it because she's got to kind of double up and get a job. So she's not even supposed to be watching the kids, but she is. And then the, the baby gets taken by Frank, and then the baby gets, you know, with, with this crew now that potentially could hurt the baby. Right. Uh, uh, Liam. And um, and she's crying. Like, Phil, I was just, like, feeling so bad for she her. She wasn't even thinking, like, maybe I should be in school. Is this unhealthy no. for my lifestyle? Not one of my she siblings are She felt like it school. was 100% her fault. And yeah. that is what it is when you watch the Gallagher family. And that's what, like, I'm like, wow, this is a shameless she family for sure. She took full responsibility. And she I, poor cried. thing, I felt so bad for her. But luckily they realized that... Frank didn't come home and he didn't have the child with him. And so... And he sure didn't tell them. He... They were. They had to figure out. They had to go over to the other house. And it went for a long time because he first said, she first said, because she was actually very responsible. Debbie was like, "Where? Where's he at? And he's, he's in, in the, the car. He's in the car." <laughs> Frank, what about the window? Like the window can't be up. You know, he's fine. I left the keys in the car. And in <laughs> Chicago, you know. So um, the fact that she didn't like figure it out right then, even though I'm not making Debbie a little ten year old, be I'm not forcing her to know these things, but um, it did go for a little longer in the in the evening. And then it was uh, as they went over to Sheila's house that they were like, "Okay, where's this baby? Where is this baby?" But and I love the scene where they're all piled w- up, walking through the hall, going after their brother. Yeah, like the love that they have for the child. Um, I was trying to fill you in. The, you know, he the he's. He's their half brother, but they don't care. Like they don't care that he's yeah. half black and that they don't that he's not Frank's. Yeah. Every single person has taken ownership of this child. Frank doesn't even care. The, no. Frank's talking it's to the people. Frank's baby. Frank is talking to I, I think maybe the bartender or whatever. You, you mean the mulatto kid? Like I mean, no one. They're like that's not your baby. But the community nobody has accepted him. Nobody cares. Yes. I mean, this this strange little neighborhood is just you know. Man, they, I mean, but you should have seen them gang up before when their mom tried to take the baby back. That ag- was against love. against her, uh, their own mother. Yeah, against their own mother. They were like, "You're not taking our brother." So at the end of the day, are they more for the dad because he's around? Like they kind of have his back a little bit more than the mom, right? I mean, what is the? I mean, they just love him. Yeah, they don't like their mom at all. They okay. have no respect for their mom because she. I mean, Frank's been around at least. At least Frank hasn't a hundred percent abandoned them. Yeah. So they have more respect for their father in a lack of respect kind of way because yeah. <laughs> he is a, me- a I me- think, mess up. I, th- I think it, the whole reason why they have to love him and and interact with him is just because he fills that space. He's literally in the space. He he comes to the house. Uh, with, in the case of Lip, he he interacts with him because of Karen, mm-hmm. and so you at that point you have no choice but to kind of live. He's the only parent I mean, that they yeah. have, exactly. and even though he doesn't act like a parent, he acts like one of the children. They still feel this responsibility of blood. He's blood, so they and have he's his around, back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're uh, I just wanted to kind of wrap up just because uh, we're running a little it. bit late. But uh, let me get your last kind of final thoughts. We'll go into a commercial. We'll come back with some. Uh, real quick news and gossip and then give our predictions for the season but uh, real quick uh, last thoughts about the episode spicy um, I love the ending that was my favorite part when they all teamed up together to go get their little brother back and at the end when Fiona um, 
asks for one of the bags of the weed, and that's her payoff to the guy for ten thousand dollars. I thought that was perfect. I thought that it tied in. Yeah, yeah, that luckily, you know, Kevin had done that illegal act, <laughs> and yeah. at the end of the day, saved the day with his, you know, huge weed piles. Yeah, the neighborhood was all around. They were, it was <laughs> up in smoke. And, oh yeah, and, the ending when they did the bonfire, and even just like watching the show, like the music kicked in. It was fun. It just I, I, you have this sense of like I don't know what I'm watching. These people are absolutely crazy, but you see the under uh, the. No matter what, at all costs, love that they have for each other, that was being brought even to a bigger magnitude when it was the neighborhood that kind of all got behind it. And they were just, they were, un- this is what I like about certain people that are unapologetically themselves. Yep. And that's, a, that's like the coolest thing that this show that is just so sloppy on so many levels <laughs> is able to bring it back to that at the end. The music was good as far as, you know, the people that uh, actually produce and film this show. I mean, it just was, it was a... And then we see Frank at the end with him at the bonfire and they're like, come on, Dad. Like, it's it's all love again. Even though he made this huge mistake, they worked it out. And it made me so plugged in for so many reasons. The fact that you guys said season one, I still got to catch, catch up on. So then I'm like into that. That was the pivotal scene. I'm watching that scene thinking in my head, I got to go back and watch season one. And then the, the scene is good. And then I'm like... I don't know what I'm going to get for the rest of the episodes. And you guys are telling me it's going to be even better. Oh, so, yeah. so I'm plugged into Shameless is what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday nights at 10, you know? That's right. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> after Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Ooh, buzz, buzz, buzz. I want to... Welcome, welcome, guys. I know I said we get into some news, but real quick, I do just want to say uh, thank you for fans uh, listening to the first season that we ever did. We're excited to be back for the second season. In order to make this podcast really, really successful, we think of you guys as the base. Without you, there is no us. We do this for you uh, because we love you and we love sharing the knowledge. Um, so what you can do for us in return is spread the love, spread the word. You know, if you're a shameless fan... Uh, you know, tell your friends. That's all we care about. And, and <laughs> let us know your thoughts, too. You know, uh, tweet us. Uh, spicy underscore Mari. That's M-A-R-I. Uh, Ronnie Jr. At, uh, at Ronnie J-R Media. That's Ronnie R-O-N-I-E J-R Media. The regular way. And uh, tweet after Buzz. Uh, I, I really don't care for tweeting, but uh, if you tweet it after Buzz, you know, I'll, I may be one of the people responding. Um, and again, we, we want to make this a fun, fun season. So do your part. We'll do ours. I right, like guys? Appreciate you, Phil. I like that. Tell a friend, like Phil always says, you know, make it a viral thing. You know, tweet the cast members. Say, oh, you know, I, I love the show, and I was watching After Buzz, and they were talking about the characters, and I called in. Like, do all that, because really, that's what it comes down to. Hey, and I just got to say, like, I'm super excited about possibly you know if i'm selected to be on this panel with shameless because this is the last time we'll see you i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know if phil's gonna let me make the cut but my point is my my, my point is like there's other shows i've done are you know more like the reality competition shows or whatever and this is one of the first shows that i mean there's there's obviously other shows i've watched that have this type of substance excuse me uh, but never to recap it. And furthermore, to have a k- group like Phil, who I told him, oh, I printed out some research. He goes, dog. He I knows got, the I, inside he's and like, out. He's like, I got it. Then we got the spicy one, which is always great. And then the dude that I met today who was on the, the game Curtis, recap, who has back. a crazy opinion, and I believe 
there's just no one flyer than uh, Marcy Smith. Uh, I'm telling you, you haven't met her yet, but the I'm excited to see she her. She made the X Factor shameless. Okay, so imagine <laughs> when she gets on this show. So like oh, I said, this is gonna be pretty fun. Let's just hope I make the cut. Can you tweet me and like get get me to make the cut? I, I would enjoy that. Anyways, go ahead, Phil. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we get into some After Buzz TV news? All right, guys. So the only bit of news that I have is uh, for the numbers of the season. You know, since since we didn't do it Sunday, which we will do Sunday, um, right? Not necessarily right after the show airs, but um, sometime in that Sunday slot. So uh, check out the new site. By the way, it's not a hundred percent there yet, but it's getting there. Um, and you can see the schedule right on the homepage, AfterBuzzTV.com. But because we're doing it on Tuesday instead of Sunday, I have the benefit of the numbers, and Shameless got 1.5 million. Boom. Boom. Which, Boom. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot. You know, I know networks, like, they get, like, uh, 10 million or whatever, but uh, even I saw my mom, and Spicy can attest to this, she saw my mom too, <laughs> and she said, you know, uh, she loves these shows, but sometimes paying for them is tough. Yeah. And so, you know, for a show that you have to pay more money, and in fact, quite a lot of money, you know, to get that kind of number, that's that's a solid, solid number. But to get the show, just be shameless and call your friends who have it. I mean, you know, you hustle a little bit, you know. I'm going to start tweeting, like, every single five minutes. I don't have showtime, but I'll go to Marty's house and I'll go watch it there. <laughs> like, be shameless yourself. Come on, get down with this. Anyway. <laughs> all right, so that's that's all the bit of news and gossip I have for this week. Uh, we'll have more as we go along. And again, the fun part for me is not necessarily the news and gossip because there's there's really not a, a lot about the show. Um, but I want to I want to really bring in Cameron Monaghan back, and I want to bring in a lot of these other guys. Um, so hopefully, you know, with your help, tweet them and say you should come on After Buzz, and that'll be more incentive for them. All the more, all the more. Um, and you know, we know that if you get one cast member like Jason Olive for for, for better or worse, right. you end up getting you know uh, a second one, a third one, a fourth one. So yeah, definitely tweet all the cast members. You know, they're most of the people are always in Los Angeles at some point. Right. And we, they, yeah. I, I mean, a little known. I mean, maybe you guys don't know, but um, they sh they shoot. Um, I believe three days in Chicago and the rest here at, at the Warner Brothers lot. What a job! Oh. What a great job! This this show, the we characters. Gotta, we gotta get them in here. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll meet. I'll bump into one in the restaurant. Ask him to come on. You should do that. Yeah, I really, <laughs> good luck with that. I really like the show, you guys. I think this is a good group of, uh, you know, as far as us who will hopefully recap it. And I mean, the show is awesome. Definitely not what I expected. Um, well, let's see what you do expect. <laughs> <laughs> and now your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, I think Fiona is just so perfect. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Oh. I'm seeing. And I'm not just talking about. It. She's like the hottest chick on the planet. Like we get that. You know, the whole thing. Um, and there's a lot of sex scenes. <laughs> there's that. that. There's there's all that. Okay, so but moving past that, I just think something. I feel like because she is the glue, there's got to be something that's gonna this season that's gonna take her away from that. Just really distract her. If if this guy comes in and whisks her off her feet or whatever, maybe that's maybe that's something, or maybe that's just where I'd like to see it go. She's been tried at some point for the first season. Like, oh, let's take you out of this life. She said, no, my family's there at the end. But wouldn't it be a, a very big what the heck kind of moment if maybe the two brothers have to step up now? Maybe the younger daughter now. Like, I mm. want to see. Not that I want to see, but my prediction is that Fiona is not going to be as perfect as she's been in the past. That would be like one thing. I think Cash will come back into Ian's life. I think that. I think uh, Lip will just continuously do do the most awesome, <laughs> wild things. Like his character is just so interesting. Um, I don't know how old is he in the show. Like fifteen or sixteen, or does he play an he, older guy? Ian. Yeah. Or, oh, Ian he, plays. Uh, he was 16 last season, so I believe he's around maybe 17. Okay, so the brothers they they're, and they're close in age, right? They're just like a couple yeah, years. Yeah, Lips in Lips college age. Yeah. So Lips probably right. like, like 19, 20 or something 20, like yeah. that. Oh, okay. See, me, me and my brother are close in close in age too. So I I do see that like brother. That bond. I, my brother and I are three years apart, and I would always say, oh yeah, we're like twins, except we're not twins. I mean, like because you just have that bond. It's mm -hmm. like every what's Ronnie doing? What's Richard doing? Ronnie, Richard, you know. And I thought they did a really good job at putting the two of them together as well. You know, yeah. two years apart or whatever. Anyhow. Totally agree. Spicy. Um, I don't have any huge predictions other than I do think that um, because Fiona is a woman, that she's going to be weak and fall back for Steve. If she's not going to fall back into a relationship with him, he's going to come back um, into this season and she's going to at least hook up with him a few times and once again either realize that she can't be with him Um 
because he is a force that's pulling her away. You think that she's going to leave the family. I think that once again, she's going to stay. I don't think she'll leave all the way. I think she'll get some big, big temptation this season. She's just such a cool girl. Like everyone likes her and she's just, you know, it's just, she does what it takes to make it and she's working her job and, you know, she's an attractive girl. Guys are there to like, you know, take her places. And now she's got this new friend who's going to give her a whole different lifestyle. Possibly you said she's going to kind of draw her away. Something in there is going to make her not question. As good. Question: When is Steve? When do we see Steve? I mean, it's the big. Um, We're I think not going to see him next episode. Well, I don't <laughs> no, think so because no. the big, no? big preview was where um, you know Fiona sees Steve, and it's that one big moment. Yeah, and I don't have to think let us build first, like these new guys coming along that we don't like, and then we're going to see Steve. Yeah, she's got to like bring him in, slay him. That's and true. Put him, That's put, true. She's going to hook up with a lot more dudes and put him. But out. I definitely think that um, that Kuznak, what's her name? Who? Kuznak. Uh, Joan Kuznak. Joan, Joan Kuznak. I don't know. What is is Joan, that a new derogatory Co- comment? Sheila. Or what? I think Sheila. I think Sheila <laughs> is going to um, become so comfortable with being in the outside world that it's not that she's going to see the real Frank. I think that it's going to. She's going to realize that she's better than him. No. I don't think. I don't think that she's going to completely like continue to. I don't think that when she goes into the real world, she's going to judge him. But I think that she's going to realize like she doesn't need him. She can do better. I think she's gonna have a fit when Karen, when she finds out how wild Karen is, her own daughter. I think that's when she's really gonna wake up, you know. And see. I don't think she cares. Oh, okay. I she's, don't, because I'm like. Once yeah. again, she's shameless. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you don't have any predictions? Uh, well, my prediction is uh, it's gonna be a great season, and I know uh, I'm gonna predict episode five when Steve comes back. Oh, okay. I think we'll see Steve, but 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 in terms of coming back to Chicago or at least face to face with Fiona. And uh, in terms of the Sheila thing, I think episode three, she's going to overcome everything and get to the bar. And here's something to think Have about. Have strength. Here's something to think about. Marcy texted me. We were back and forth, and she said, just to think, because I was telling her it's crazy with the character. She goes, just to think, it's probably one writer in there that lived this exact life, if yeah. not similar. That's what we need to get into uh, also in the future. <laughs> yes, we got to. I, I want to get the showrunner on here. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We should. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, sorry we went a bit long, but hey. That's what happens when you own the network, we right? I thought he was going to say, that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry, we went a big... <laughs> I know, if that's the benefit of running the show, I can do what I want, right, guys? I can go over, I can go shorter, whatever I want. But He's hey, we do it for you, and, and it was an especially long episode. We, we had all the characters. We had to, yeah. Um, yeah. And we'll have more, more hosts um, in the coming weeks. So I may take a back seat for that, but uh, not, nevertheless, the, uh, the the host that we have coming in will be equally as great, equally as passionate, as spicy. And Ronnie, thank you for guys for joining me. Fans, thank you, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. later. Shameless assholes. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzzTV or its owners or principals.